Okay, relationships, religion, and business. Oh, is that what this podcast is about? Oh, let's talk about it. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Welcome back to Oh, Let's Talk About It. I am your host, Edward Crawley Jr., and this is the King Crawley Network. All right, before we get started, uh, whether you this is your first time here listening or you're returning for a visit, I ask that you take a moment to hit that subscribe button. Tune into these good conversations that we'll be having along the way. Um, it took a while to land where I was landing, but I've landed. Okay, all right, the day before I get started, this is something that I want to start implementing into the introduction of my podcast. And it's something I meant to do from the beginning, but I kind of got sidetracked. You know, when I was starting out the podcast, I was feeling my way, but I feel like I've landed a little bit. So what I want to start doing is shouting out some of the businesses, you know, in our area, some that are more local, some that have websites and can reach further. Uh, They travel for business, different things, but all valuable businesses. And I won't refer to them as just black owned businesses because uh, I've never heard anybody go in Walmart and call it a a, a white owned business. Never heard anybody go in Target and refer to it as a white owned business. They just call it Walmart and Target. These businesses just happen to be operated by black people. But it takes more than just being black and having a black owned business to get recognized. You have to be doing good business. And I think that's where we we fall short. Sometimes you you hear people complaining about they don't support black owned business. They don't support this. Well, you have to be doing good business. Now, if you are kudos to you, but if you're not then the work is for you to do. You you can't hold the consumer responsible if you're not putting out a good service or product. So, as I said, I want to start shouting out some of the businesses uh, in the area, some people that I'm connected to, affiliated with, and hopefully my platform will provide some business for them. You know, at least you'll be aware. So the first one on the list is Sweet and Elegant Delights. The website is www.sweetandelegantdelights.com. Now, I won't try to go all in the detail to describe everything that she does with this business, but I can tell you, if you're getting married, if you got a baby shower, if you have a retirement party, a birthday party, hell, even if you're just going to pick up your birth certificate and need a cake, and I'm not just talking about no Duncan Hines, some out the store. I'm talking about cake to the highest level. 
then you need to contact Sweet and Elegant Delights. Now, that is not all that she does, but as I said, I don't want to begin speaking on everything she does and take away from what she does. I want you to go to the Instagram, go to the Facebook, Sweet and Elegant Delights, and you can check it out for yourself. I don't have to try to sell it to you. When you see it, that's the sale. You'll know, oh, she's about her business. The telephone number, the business number is 434-262-0138. Once again, that's Sweet and Elegant Delights. All right, next on my list is GSD Customs. Based in serving Eastern North Carolina, the services that are offered are art installations, window treatments, TV mounting, furniture assembly, fitness equipment assembly, light fixture replacement. And they will travel as well. He's based out of, you know, eastern North Carolina, but I know I, I believe last year sometime he went out to Arizona for a job and I was talking to him the other day. I think he said he had a, a, a offer or a bid going on in Texas. So if the price is right, the service is right. If the price is right and everything adds up, even though he's based out of eastern North Carolina, he'll travel and, and get it done for you. His business numbers are 989-297-2570. And if that number doesn't reach, try 989-297-2560. All right, and the last on the list for today is Crawley Family Center, the Crawley Family Center. Um, they, they run a daycare and it's expanding. Uh, it's, and that I know them as well. That's my brother, my sister-in-law. She's the, the head of that business. And she's been providing child care and services for, I don't want to give the amount of years, but I say a good 15, 20 years. She's been in that field. And over the years, they've expanded into from her working, you know, for other businesses and other corporations to having their own business. And it has grown over the years and, and they've expanded. And now I know in their home now, they just remodeled a space to accommodate even more, you know, um, children and have it actually set up as a daycare. Their email address is place to dwell at gmail.com and the business phone number is 757-537-8269 they're based in the Suffolk Virginia area so as I said some will be local businesses some will be more spread abroad but they're based in the 757 in Virginia if you need services the contact information will be in the description all right now let's get to the pod Relationships, religion, and business. Well, how did I come to that? When I first started my podcast, well, actually before I started my podcast, I knew I had something to say. Just based on interactions on social media and how I was able to spark certain conversations People always tell me, you need a podcast. And I already was one to do that, but you need a podcast. You need to start discussing some of this stuff. And I was like, you're right. So last year, January the 4th, I began my podcast. 
and I have, you know, touched on a lot of different topics. But I was still trying to find my way. What way do I want to go with it? What type of material do I want to present? What's more important? What's what's more valuable? You know, what can be slightly entertaining, but still provide some value to the people as well. And over the last couple of weeks, you know, even in the midst of things going on, frustrations, um, happiness, too. Don't don't get it twisted. I'm happy then. Uh, not going to cuss yet, but I'm very happy. But in the midst of things going on, it came to me. It said relationships, religion, and business. Out of all of the things that I, I focus on during the day, even with other podcasts and things that I take in, it's usually based around relationships, religion, and business. If you're holding conversations with me, yeah, outside of cracking jokes and, you know, little one-off conversations. It's usually based around relationships, religion, and business. So I said, okay, that, that just makes sense. That's something that I take in all the time, something that I talk about all the time. Why not bring that to the platform? Like I said, I finally landed and understood which direction I want to go with the podcast. So from this point forward, each episode it may singular singularly be about relationships, religion, or business, or it may incorporate one or more of the different elements throughout the conversation, depending on what topics come up or who I have on, what guests I have on. So I'm just going to give a little overview today, giving some type of insight into where I'll be going with some of these topics because don't get it twisted. I'm no expert. As far as relationships go, I've been married and divorced twice. I'm four, I just turned 43 years old. And sometimes I look back, I'd be like, good gracious boy. Why? You know, when you think back to earlier in your life and you, you, you kind of put in mind thinking your life will be a certain way. And then fast forward, 20, 30 years, and you like, I didn't see any of this. But it was just happening so fast, you finally get a t time to sit back and process it and see your errors. Because even in the midst of saying what someone else may have did wrong to you, you still have to accept your responsibility. Well, how was I wrong in this situation? Even recently, I had a, a situation where I felt like I was mishandled in, in, in a situation and I won't even go into details because I still have respect for the person. Even though I don't talk to him. I had to fall back from the situation and let them know how I felt about it. But then I also had to take responsibility and say, well, it's still my fault because it's up to you who you allow to get close to you. And just because a person smiles and has nice things to say doesn't mean that they're supposed to be in your inner circle. You know, sometimes you have to look at yourself like an art exhibit and just go with me. You know, you go into museums and depending on where you go, a lot of times they might have a, a sign posted or something that says, you know, do not touch the exhibit. 
Don't even take pictures of the exhibit. Now, even though the the customer or the consumer or the, the gallery visitor can't touch these items, there are someone is someone in the building or connected to that place that can handle those items. And I think sometimes we, we get confused and, and we allow people that should just be observing the exhibit to touch and, and handle and do more with the exhibit than what's necessary. Instead of realizing only certain people can cover me, only certain people can handle me and not damage me. Sometimes the exhibit viewer, they are appreciating the exhibit, but they don't know if you touch that too hard, that's going to break. It's beautiful and you're excited and you like it, but if you you press on that too hard, that's going to break. Or it's going to diminish the value if you put your fingerprints on that right there. So we have to start, you know, learning ourselves, analyzing ourselves and saying, okay, they're just supposed to observe the exhibit. They're not supposed to touch it. I hope that made sense. And as you see, I'm already into the relationship. So other questions we should be asking ourselves. You have to ask yourself. Am I even supposed to be in a relationship? Am I supposed to get married? You know, as I said, I've been married and divorced twice and that doesn't just happen by mistake. So sometimes I have to analyze myself and ask myself, well, maybe you're not supposed to be married. A lot of times, whether consciously or unconsciously, we've taken on the idea of getting married to one person from our religious background. Husband should be a man to one wife, you know, and if you're going to be a pastor or bishop, it has certain requirements and and different things. So we've taken at least the people I know, especially in the Western civilization, we've taken the idea of marriage from a religious standpoint. Never really send back to say, but does that apply to me? Do I even really want to get married or have I just heard about marriage and seen marriage and you know, been told about marriage for so long that I just accept that, well, hell, at some point I'm supposed to get married too. And that may not be the case, but that's something you have to analyze about yourself. But those are the type of discussions that I intend to have. I intend to have, you know, different couples on married couples. I want to have gay couples on. I want to have those that maybe in the polyamorous lifestyle on. Because I want to get a better understanding of how we relate to each other. Not just for me, but I want to present the conversations to the audience. Because maybe it can help you. None of us want to keep going through whether it's family situation, business, intimate. None of us want to keep going through breakups. Like I said, whether it's family, business or intimate. After a certain age, it's like, okay, come on now. Either everybody's debt messed up or I have some work to do. And that's something I'm constantly on myself about. I think, yeah, it's messed up out here. You know, I think about different elements that contribute to the way society and dating looks now. And it's really messed up out there. It's ugly. 
But then I also have to look back at me because some of those same elements have affected me, too. Yeah, I can be a little toxic, too, but nobody wants to admit they just or you celebrate being toxic as if it's cool. You think because you can snap and go off and tear up the clothes and bust the tires and do all kind of crazy stuff that that makes you real. No, that makes you a real dummy because you have to grow up at some point. You know. I'm a black man, African-American man, or, you know, whatever label. I'm of a darker, melanated hue. Sometimes you have to ask yourself, okay. Yeah, I'm melanated. But are these constructs that have been given to us, black, white, you know, different skin tones and different separations of the skin colors by race. Is that real to me? Maybe I'm supposed to date outside my race. And I'm not saying that specifically to me, but those are questions you should ask yourself. You know. And that's something I'm still torn about because, well, I ain't going to say I'm torn about it. I love black women. So I, I let me restructure that. But it's something I've thought about. Yeah, yeah. I ain't, I ain't going to act like, no, I ain't never thought about it. Yeah, I've thought about it because... Sometimes sisters, y'all done got on my damn nerves with, with the ratchetness. And I know all are not like this, but I'm just describing a certain one. Some of y'all drink more than the liquor store. And you think that's fun. Like, no, boo, you're an alcoholic. You need help. And I know that comes from trying to cover up certain pains and trying to cope. I know. Look, I have my own vices. I got a bottle of Jose Cuervo right over there. I'm going to take a few sips. So I'm not judging the drinking. I'm just saying when it gets to the point where you have to get super drunk to say you're having fun, you might need to talk to somebody. But going back to saying, will I date outside my race? You have to ask yourself that. And if you say no, then is your no your no? Because you might be saying no because, man, my family going to trip or the people going to say, I ain't black enough. You've been talking all this black power stuff and now you, you with a cracker. And I'm just giving examples. I'm not talking about me, but just giving examples. You, you would, you would, you know, one of them. I, you fake. You a hypocrite. You, you know, you ain't real. You have to face all of that. In your mind, you at least you think you do. So you have to decide, is your no even your no? And if it's yes, how does that look? Do you just pick any? You know, you have to realize and understand, where's my no coming from? Where's my yes coming from? Religion. I discuss relationships. Why am I talking about religion? Well, for those that have followed my content, you know that son of a pastor, Kojic, Church of God in Christ, came up on my, my father's side really deep in the church. And that at 43 years old, I'm no longer religious. I follow no religion. You know, and, and some think when you say that, they mean, well, you don't believe in God. You don't believe in this. I don't have to tell you what I don't have to tell you that because 
I'm not going to give you the opportunity to judge me based on your preconceived notions about a God or a, a supreme being. Because, okay, people used to ask me that. You believe in God. And, and if I would say yes, they would automatically assume that my yes was the yes to the same God that they believed in or the same version of a God that they believe in. And if I say no, they wouldn't understand that the way I view God is not the way you view God. So a lot of times when people ask me, I say, I don't even want to answer that because I'm not going to give you the opportunity to judge me off of that. You're going to judge me off the work I do. And if I'm good to you and you see I'm good to the people around you, then that's God. I, I, I have to take that power away from people a lot of times because those preconceived notions, a lot of reasons that things break down as far as communication and how we relate to each other. You say I'm tying it all together. You know, I want to have conversations and be clear. Yeah, some of the content will be just about my views on religion or my walk away from religion or different elements and errors within the religious construct. But I'm not just here to be offensive and make you feel like you dumb if you follow this religion or that religion. No, I want to have the conversations. I plan to have a few pastors up here. I got pastors that I'm cool with. For one, my brother's a pastor. Then I have a few others that we solid. And they know I don't believe what they believe. And I know they don't walk the way I walk. But there's a mutual respect there because there's so much more there than just a religious piece. How do you treat people? When there's a problem, do you step up to the plate and help out? You know, things like that matter more than just the one thing. You know, so don't get so caught up in thinking that if you came here thinking that this is going to be a Christian Bastion channel. I'm going to say some things that's not favorable, favorable, favorable. You hear my mouth? Baby, baby, favorable among Christians. And I'm fine with that. But my goal is not to just come here and bash you, bash you. I'm going to talk about some things from a, a, a state of frustration at times. Because I've seen a lot. And I still deal with some things from that world. You know, running into people and, and they still trying to force I'm 43 years old. I may not look like it other than this gray, you know, goatee. So I'm telling me you, you don't look 43. Cool. I got a 24 and a, oh, my baby, 19, 20. Anyway, I got two grown kids and a grandson. I, I, little Ed, that's cool, but Ed not little. For those that's watching that know me personally, let that go. As I was saying, I want to have these discussions because what part does religion play into how you get into relationships? What part does religious religion play in your decision making? There are times I've seen people that wouldn't take a particular job because they had to work on Sunday. And from my viewpoint, that's not the most wise decision to pay because the decision to make because, okay, 
you praying to God for him to answer your, your, your needs and help you pay your bills and provide. And he said, nigga, I gave you a job. And because you can't go and get dressed and go to church for a couple hours on Sunday, you're going to refuse to take a whole job for them little couple hours you go to church on Sunday. How I'm supposed to help you? I bet God, you know, if you're up there, be like, how I'm supposed to help you? I keep giving you every answer. I think y'all really expected me to come walk down and do it for you. I keep giving you every answer. And you keep on saying, well, no, I can't do that because I don't think God will want that. God want that nigga. <laughs> Things like that. How does religion play into your decision making? Even in intimate relationships. That's one reason. And I'm going back to religion and relationships. That's one reason I struggle with getting into a relationship. And at this point, I'm hustling. I'm grinding. I, it's whatever at this point. But the last few situations I've come across, well, quite a few, whether serious or just in passing. Everything could be going good with conversations, how we connect, how we relate. But then when that religious piece comes up, they always feel like it's their duty to try to convert me over or, you know, question which is fine with the questioning part, but questioning why I believe the way I do or look at things the way I do. And then at some point, they become a little judgmental. And in my mind, I'm like, so you're judging me for not being a Christian. But you like to suck my whole dick off my body. But I'm wrong. You want to judge me for not being a Christian, but I got to change the sheets now. Cause you, you know, squirted everywhere, you know, put that, put the fluid everywhere. You want to judge me for not being a Christian. And even though I don't think drinking is a sin. Girl, you got so drunk. I had to carry you up the stairs, but I'm, I'm wrong. And see, that's the thing I want to point out to some Christians that, some of y'all are not even Christians. You just call yourself that. But nothing that you do follows those guidelines. That's like me calling myself a vegan, but every time you see me, I got chicken. The Bible will tell you don't fornicate. Y'all be busting and fucking. You know, the Bible will tell you be not drunk with wine. Y'all be getting drunker than a motherfucker. You know, it's so many things that your belief system tells you that you shouldn't do. Yet you do it. Don't commit adultery. Y'all out here slurping and burping. Like so. We need to have these conversations. Because some of y'all might need to realize. And say you know what. I'm actually not a Christian. And it's cool. Because nothing I do lines up with that. So other than calling myself that. I'm really not that. Or on the flip side. If you're really a Christian. Or whatever your belief system is. Nothing I say should offend you. If you're sure and very sure, as the song say, be very sure, be very sure. My anchor holds and grips the solid rock. If you're sure about what you believe, nothing I say should shake you. It shouldn't offend you or, because your argument or your rebuttal should be solid. 
And when I say solid, I don't mean just emotional. Because what I've noticed is a, a lot of you put emotion as your argument. Or because you know what's popular to say amongst the crowd that believes the way you do. You use that to make it look like you have the advantage in a discussion when really you're just repeating a lot of cliches and a lot of things that people want to hear because it makes them feel good, but you're actually not saying anything, you know? So I want to, want to discuss all of that, you know, the contradictions, the things you can do right. And if you are going to follow the religion, how does it serve you and how does it help you serve others? Because at this point I realize, okay, because this is my path, I can't expect everybody to just drop what they believe. I get that. So I'm not here to, to necessarily bash you every chance I get. But I, want, I, but I want to say, if you believe what this book says, how much of your life mirrors that? And then how much of your life helps others? Because don't think just because I, I don't follow religion, I think I'm better. I know some people that don't follow religion and they complete assholes. So don't think I think I'm better because I'm on this side. But don't think you're better because you're on that side. Just look at some of the recent things going on with the Kimberrells and the Juanita Bannon and some of these bigger names, you know, doing and saying things that have nothing to do with what the religion says it should, what the Bible says it should be. Nothing. So you're accountable for that too because you're a part of that. Are you going to speak up against some of these things? Not just those particular things, but when things are wrong within that community, are you going to speak up or are you going to just fall back and I'm going to let the Lord, I'm going to pray for him. That's a cop out. As I said before, I may not have to speak on religion as much if y'all police yourselves. If when y'all see when one of your people are out of order, don't get up and try to Jesus over it. Well, we, we need to pray and we need to. When you just stood before the people and told them how sinful they was, but now when one of your buddies mess up, now we need to cover them. No, they need to get the same talking to that you do to the congregation. If the congregation got to live right, or they going to hell, then your buddy need to be the same way. So let's have these conversations. And then business. You know, there are more and more platforms out there discussing business. And I just want to add to that conversation. I've read a lot of books over the years and even before it was popular to be reading before any audible and audio books. I was reading book books. My brother could tell you that 20 years ago. And if he remember, I remember telling them it one day I'm going to need the information in these books. That's why I'm reading them now because I don't know when I'm going to need it. You know, books like, you know, of course, everybody's familiar with rich dad, poor dad. Now that's something we read 20 years ago. Um, mm, and I wish I could remember the name. But this was before he was president. It was a book by Donald Trump and Robert Kiyosaki. And I can't remember the name of it, but I read that book. Uh, 
Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. I, I could, it's, it's quite a few books I've read, autobiographies. Read the autobiography. I read the biography on Al Capone. That book was thick as hell, but that's what I was into. Saying all that to say, all of the things that I've read over, tried, and done over the years, different people I've connected with, I want to start having those discussions. I want to start highlighting people that may not be celebrities or whatever, but are doing good work within the community, whether it's at a local level or whether they have something that can reach abroad. I want to start highlighting some of those people and having those conversations. I want to give my two cents on business and the value in it and how was Jay-Z said, until we own our own, we can't be free. I even hear people get upset where everybody ain't meant to own a business. And maybe that's true. But there are still business things that you can do that will benefit you financially, even if you don't plan to grow it into a Fortune 500 corporation or even a five or 10 people business. There are still things you can do as far as paperwork and how you set your life up where you can get some of those tax benefits that some of the rich people get. You know, the tax code was written for the businesses. It didn't, it wasn't written to benefit the worker, but there's still a way that you can set yourself up that you can get some of those benefits. And I just want to have some of those conversations and bring some people on to have some of those conversations because they're needed. They're not giving us anything. And prices are not going down. And the thing is, we're at a time where there's so much information out there that it bothers me when I see people who I know are smart still conducting business like it's 1995. Still want to, I'm not going to say that. Because I'm not intentionally trying to offend anyone. But it it shows me that, oh, you don't read anything. You you haven't watched anything about business in the last five or ten years. Because the way you're talking about going about doing this business, they don't do business like that anymore. We live in a digital world, y'all. So y'all trying to hand to hand everything. And yeah, you might have to start like that. But if you're trying to scale the business, at some point, you got to get away from the hand to hand. We, you're not selling nicks. You're not selling dimes. So at what point do you scale? Want to have some of those discussions. Discussions about building a team. About branching out. Sometimes to get the success that you want. You have to leave the people you grew up with. Let me say that again. Sometimes to have the success that you want, you have to leave the people that you grew up with. Whether that's early in life that you you separate or later. And it's not that you have a, a, a issue with them. But at some point you have to decide for yourself, how bad do I really want this? And if they don't want what I want, 
how much do I need to be around them if the conversations they having are not producing any results in the field or the area that I, I want to move into? So you're going to have to, whether in person or on the Internet, YouTube and all these other resources, start seeking out the information of the different type of people that are into what you're into. I was telling somebody this the other day. There was. I forgot what the business was, but it was saying, don't know, ain't nobody into this and blah, blah, blah. And I told them. Yes, people are. You can get right on YouTube and find the community of people that probably do or can answer or have discussions about what you do. The thing is, people are lazy. You don't know how many friends that I've sent information to. Not even talking about my podcast, other podcasts and stuff that I listen to. And I say, yo, check this out. And I've done it on more than one occasion. And then they will wonder why I'd be frustrated when they come back to me talking about pretty much the same situation. Because based on what they're saying, I know that they didn't watch the content. Because if they watched the content, they wouldn't have the same conversation. So it gets frustrating. I'm like, I told my homeboy the other day, I said, I got to do more. Y'all don't believe what I be saying. I got to do more. I got to make more money. I got to do more because for some reason, y'all don't think Ed know what he's talking about. I told him, I told my homeboy, does he see this? He know, you know, I love you too, boy. I said, you don't believe me. And that's cool. I just got to do more. And unfortunately, that's what comes with it sometimes. If you don't have this, 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 and this, you know, sometimes people won't listen to you. And it's not that I don't have nothing, but you have to keep elevating. You want people to listen to you? They need to see the work in you. So I'm not even saying I'm, I'm upset about that. That just was a reminder to me like, oh, you got more work to do. Yeah, you doing it and they respect what you do, but you have to do a little more show and prove. A lot of people talk a good game. Show and prove. Don't let the words coming out of your mouth. Don't let your actions betray your words. Make sure that what's coming out of your mouth is matching up with your words. Because as they say, actions speak louder than words. And I tie that back into the relationship part. I was uh, a little man of situation. And the, the situation started off one way really good. And then for some reason in the midst of it, they switched over to the other side. But they still would do every once in a while, do some of the actions that they would do when they was over this side. And there, when I expressed my frustration, their excuse was, but I told you. That phrase, actions speak louder than words, really has some credence to it. Because you could like, as I said earlier, if I'm a, if I'm calling myself a vegan but every time you see me, I got chicken. Then I'm not a vegan. So. If. You're saying one thing. But your actions are reflecting something else, then what you're saying doesn't really matter because what you're showing me is different than what you said. And that causes confusion. So all that being said. 
the discussion on these topics is, is to help eliminate some of the confusion, to help open up some of the lines of communication so that we have a better understanding of each other and a better way to move forward. We spend so much time back and forth over things that could be worked out with the proper communication. People say stuff like, I don't like to explain myself this and that. Well, when you get misunderstood, don't be upset. Let me say that again. A lot of times people say, I don't, I, don't, I don't like to explain myself. Well, when you get misunderstood, do not be upset. Communication isn't painful. It don't make you bleed. It don't cut you. It don't stab you. It can actually eliminate some things down the line if you communicate in word and deed the same way. I have people that I don't talk to now because their actions and their words did not line up. And some people might say that about me. We all have had to grow. But the actions and the words need to line up or else you're contradicting yourself. And you cannot get upset if the persons around you are confused and they end up upset. We have work to do. And I plan to have some of these discussions. As I said before, each podcast going forward now, it's going to be the relationships, religion or business or a mixture of the three. And hopefully we get something out of this. Hopefully we can prepare to new levels and have conversations that either we've had in private or that we may not have had before. And I ask that you, you know, send me questions. If you have things you want to talk about. A lot of times people hit me offline and and ask me questions and that's cool. But I ask this. Don't tell me you like the podcast and you ain't hit that subscribe button. Don't tell me you like the podcast and you ain't hit that like button. Do them both. Then we can talk about it, baby. We can talk about it, baby. Well, anyway, that's that's what I wanted to bring to you for this, this episode. Just a breakdown or overview of the direction that the podcast will be going from here on out. You know. Um, I bought me a couple. That's a little kind of expensive fragrance. But what is this here? You know, this is English Laundry Cambridge Night. You know, I picked this one up from Burlington, so it didn't cost that much. I just grabbed this one today because I'm a, a cologne head. I'll just read it to you. It's by Yves Saint Laurent. Le Nuit de Lome. Let me say that again. Le Nuit de Lome. Yves Saint Laurent, YSL. Cost a couple of dollars. But that one thing. If I don't spend money on nothing else, people spend money on J's and Yeezys and this and that. The type of money you spend on that, I spend on cologne. I spend four, five hundred dollars on cologne if I can and when I get it. That's a fact. I love to smell good. You're never going to catch me not smelling good. Before I go to bed, I want to smell good. When I wake up, I want to smell good. I'm a truck driver. I be by myself most of the time. I still want to smell good. But anyway. All that being said, make sure y'all hit those buttons and come on back. The plan is to start dropping some every single week. And I'm going to carry it on my back for right now until I 
you know, link up with the scheduling for the guests that I have coming on. But right now, I'm going to just carry it on my back. Had a few audio issues, still having some, but working on that too. But anyway, before we get out of here, once again, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, comment. I'll holler at y'all later. Peace.